0: Blood Talk Radio Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. This is uh, Truth Light, and we are back today. We had some technical difficulties yesterday, and so our show that was titled The Illusion of Judgment seemed to actually be an illusion. (laughs) We're back today, though. We've got it figured out, and super happy to be here. Um, This is The Light of Truth, and so we kind of shine the light on some, sometimes some subjects people don't want to look at or just kind of forget to look at. And today is one of those days. Our uh, topic today is, in the end, what will you keep, right? So, it's a uh, it's a fabulous life, and there are all kinds of goodies in it, and that's wonderful. And pursuing happiness and fun and enjoyment is a valid a valid thing. Um, but we also want to Keep in mind, too, that, you know, when we leave, some of that's going to stay here, right, when we make that transition into the next world. And and then what are we going to take with us? Because we do actually build what we're taking with us as well through this lifetime. And, you know, there's a saying, you can't take it with you, and that's true of earthly things, of material things. But in reality, we do take a whole lot from this life with us. And so we want to just become aware of that. And so that's what this show is all about is, um, kind of taking a look at some things that maybe we don't look at otherwise, right? So, welcome to the Light of Truth. And uh, I do want to give a fabulous happy birthday to my very dear friend, Pilar. She is an inspiration to me, and um, and I just think she's amazing. And she's off to fabulous journeys this year, and I uh, wish her all the best, me and my angels. Wish her and her angels all the best, So today we're going to, every day we start with a little meditation, just a nice way to center yourself for the day. And this way when you uh, need a guided meditation or just kind of a quick centering, you know that you can find that in the archives within like the first 10 minutes of this show, right? So you always have a new guided meditation at hand. This is just one of the gifts that I try to offer people. And so if you don't like the meditation, that's good too. Just know to skip ahead in the archives or come back in just a few minutes and the meditation will be over and we'll move into the topics. So um, unless you're driving, you know, if you'd like to join us in the meditation, go ahead and just find a nice comfy place to be. And um, it's, it's very short, very quick, a nice way to center yourself and get on with your day. So we're just going to relax. And we're going to just feel comfy in the space that we're in. And take some nice, deep cleansing breaths in and out. And just gently and gradually, as you do, feel the energy of each breath coming in and moving out. Anything that doesn't serve you any longer with those exhales out. And breathing in clear new energy from the highest of vibrations just enjoying this fresh new energy moving into your body. Feel your cells, your particles, your molecules, everything within you just becoming alive, rejuvenated with this fresh new energy coming in and moving out the sail as you exhale. And with each breath, imagine the beautiful light of the sun gently moving through you shining on all the little shadows within and just brightening your day, brightening everything within you. Feel that beautiful sunlight moving through your being. Feel it moving into your arms and your legs, your toes, your fingers, all the way through your torso, even down through your hair. And just feel that beautiful sunlight just caressing and kissing every part of you. And we invite our angels to come in close our team of helpers that are with us this lifetime, whatever you choose to call them, we ask them to come in close and provide healing energy and also adding to this renewal of our lust for life and our our passion and inspiration. And as the sunlight moves through every part of us, we just feel this renewed inspiration. We feel rejuvenated and we feel at one with that fresh, alive energy again. And we feel this energy and this light move around us about three feet or so out and just creating a beautiful bubble of light, beautiful sunshine. And we can even see some birds flying around in our little bubble if we like, butterflies, that kind of thing, and just happy, almost like a Disney cartoon. (laughs) And we see this beautiful little enchanted world being created in this bubble as it grows larger and larger out to, oh, you know, maybe 10 or 12 feet around us. And we're just creating this beautiful inspirational space around us. And again, breathing in and out, always remembering to breathe. And we feel flowers blooming and trees sprouting and We just see this beautiful space. There's plenty of shade and plenty of sunlight, maybe a body of water, just a perfect place for us to be. You may see some mountains off in the distance. And with every breath, we see a more perfect space being created. And as we sit in our perfect space, we feel this beautiful energy moving through the center of our being as well this energy of growth and brilliance, creativity and light, moving through the center of of our bodies and the center of our energy, bringing to life the creativity and inspiration, allowing us to become one with our, our highest self and become one with our home, which we're always one with, but sometimes we forget, our true home, the highest of high vibrations. And we feel these beautiful colors streaming through us, almost like the DNA chain, just the beautiful spiral. And it moves through us and down into Mother Earth. And just expressing this oneness with Mother Earth and the universe or God and feeling it Move throughout our physical being in a clockwise motion, just swirling ever so gently, up and down. And again, we take some nice deep breaths and breathe in this beautiful wonderland that we've created for ourselves. You may, at this point, you may be hearing birds sing or hearing the water move, the wind blow. Just create this fabulous little sanctuary for yourself in this bubble and know that you can go back to the sanctuary at any point. Really be at one with this and really experience it. Let it really come to life for you. And now we're going to bring our awareness back into our heart center in the middle of our chest and we're going to thank our highest self for all of the inspiration, for all of the experiences that we have. And we're going to thank that that creation energy, whatever you choose to call it, just for being that higher part of us, just for allowing this beautiful life experience and allowing that highest vibration to move through us. And it sort of brings grace and ease to life so that things that maybe seem like obstacles or issues no longer hold that power. They just become things that we flow around with the help of this creation energy that runs through us all the time. Sometimes we just forget. And we ask our angels to move in close and lend their support to this day, and we see this beautiful energy of the angelic realm, our higher self and creation moving throughout the the future of our day and the future of our weekend. And just taking this grace and ease and inspiration and creativity out throughout the different places we may go, the different people we may meet, allowing us to move safely and joyfully along our path, creating the highest and most beneficial circumstances for our experience. And as we feel this energy move out, just breathe in a bit of a smile. Just breathe in joy and love and compassion, harmony. And as you feel these energies moving around within you, one last nice deep breath, exhale, and when you're ready, open your eyes. All right. So good morning, everybody we have uh actually you know it's fabulous every day we have more and more people joining us on the calls and on the chat we do have our chat thing up i am the only one manning manning the studio and the phones and the conversations so i'm a little slow sometimes but i will catch up and uh also we encourage you know we me and all my me and all my angels we <laughs> i'm used to having my sidekick jessica and i don't have her anymore so um The call-in number is 347-677-1443 if you'd like to join in on the conversation. You're perfectly welcome. Questions, comments, that kind of thing. Um, And so today our topic is, in the end, what will you keep, right? So I think this will be a good show. I I just got the topic in my meditation today. It was kind of last minute, and uh, I really like it. I've been working with some people this week that have uh, suddenly come to a point in their life. They're they're all different ages, you know, and uh, and these are private clients that I work with, and they've just come to a point where they realize that, you know, they've been working all their lives for the house, the car, the kids, the family, the whatever, the career, the status, the whatever you might have. And now they've hit this point where they go, okay, but, <laughs> and so what? Like, that's nice, but I'm feeling empty inside. You know, why Why am I feeling so empty inside when I've been working so hard and I have all this success, you know? And it's not like they have horrible lives. They're very happy with their lives, but there's just something missing, right? There's got to be more, even though they can't, up until now, they haven't really known what that was, right? So there's a part of us, our inner being, that knows, okay, no matter how hard you work for... How nice a house and how nice a car and how nice, you know, whatever it might be, the status and the the job title and all of that, that's not going to fulfill your inner being because you're not taking those things with you. Now, that's not to say that as you're working for those things, you can't along the path pick up what it is you will be taking with you, right? So... Sometimes there's confusion. I find a lot of times people think it's got to be either or, right? You either work for the materialistic stuff or you work for the spiritual fulfillment and the the self-fulfillment and work for the things you're going to take with you. And I don't necessarily think that they have to be exclusive from one another, right? I think that, and I know that because I, I do it and I see other people do it, you can work for a fulfilling Uh, that sense of fulfillment and accomplishment in your career of choice. You can work to have beautiful things and a nice home, and you can have all those things and still be creating that sense of fulfillment because what happens when we're creating that sense of fulfillment and creating the inspiration and the communication with our higher being and, and all of these different things, What's on the outside is oftentimes a manifestation of what's happening inside. Now you may find that your priorities are different as you start doing this, right? And that's why we have a lot of uh, a lot of people who are very um, very far along their spiritual path and very fulfilled within, um, and they don't really care about having the nice cars, right? They don't really care about having the the perfect look on the outside and that kind of thing because it's just not their particular priority. It doesn't mean that it's a bad thing if it is your priority, right? So it all just depends on what it is you choose to experience this lifetime. So we're going to talk a little bit about the things that you do take with you and why, right? And and here's a heads up, not everything you take with you is good and not everything you take with you is bad, right? So... One of the things that I do is uh I'm actually considered and I the only reason I don't say it out loud or on a title is because I've seen it joked about on uh, on websites and I don't want to be a joke. So I'm actually kind of an afterlife coach as well as a life coach. And so we prepare you and um assist you in experiencing a healthy happy life while in the meantime preparing you for a healthy happy afterlife right? And so it sounds kind of funny, but, you know, there are people who spend all of their lives preparing for retirement and preparing for the future, and but they don't think to prepare for the actual future, right? The far out future. And so that's kind of what we're doing today. So what are some of the things you take with you when you pass or when you transition into this, this next dimension, right? Well, you can take that That sense of inspiration you can take that love that you've developed you just sort of um, along your path in life you experience more love you experience more inspiration you experience more uh, joy bliss fulfillment connection with other other people other beings that are of like minds understanding and compassion for those who are not right you can develop all kinds of amazing things. It's like this lifetime is a manner of sculpting your eternal being, right? You're just kind of working on yourself. It's like earth is the gym that you go to as a spirit. <laughs> so we can kind of define what it is we want to experience because we're in this world of duality, and so we have opportunities to interact with people and places and things that are different than us. We have Opportunity for lessons that we don't have when we're in that oneness of the all. And so it really is kind of like coming to the gym, right? And so we're sort of sculpting our our inner being. Now, some of the other things that you would take with you is if you get caught up in, in what they call the seven sins. Okay, we have a show in the archives about that. Um, I was a little surprised in a meditation when they showed me how important those concepts are to keeping yourself healthy and happy in this life and beyond, so as we uh as we find ourselves kind of falling into anger or sloth or um lust or whatever it may be, any of those seven concepts um, we we actually are shifting our energy in a manner that keeps us from feeling more love, feeling more compassion, feeling more inspiration. It divides us from uh, from our higher self, right? So our higher self just becomes a little more cloudy, I guess, is what it is. You know, the more we tune into any of those seven concepts, it's kind of like a little dusty film kind of goes on to our energy and we're not able to connect with the light as well. We're not able to... Uh, become one with that highest vibration that created us, right? That whole flicker of, you know, we're individual flickers of one flame, that is pretty much right, okay? So the more we tune into these seven concepts, the more we, you know, get into jealousy or greed or... um, I have a hard time remembering them. (laughs) I guess that's good, right? Right? So the more we get into these different things, the more we are separated from that that light of source. Okay? So if you are, say, watching all of these T V shows that are like <laughs> I'm just blown away at the T V shows. I'm just blown away. I don't watch it very often so when I do, I'm just blown away. Like the um American pregnant teenager one and the pretty little liars and all these all these little things that are supposed to be for teenagers. I don't know, but they're all they're all tied up with, you know, like the jealousy and the envy and the... And I know there's other messages to them too as well, okay? So I get that. But you've got to admit they're kind of soap opera-like. And then you've got like NCIS and Law and Order and all of these different things that are tapping into like that fear vibration and, and uh, just there's so much out there. I think if we become aware of what it is, we're connecting with energetically, right? So like as you watch a TV show or as you watch a movie or as you read a book or watch the news or talk to people, if you find a lot of the conversations and a lot of the focus are on things that are maybe not inspirational, not loving, not harmonious, you may want to take a look at what it is you're going to be taking with you, right? And not only the rest of this life but the rest of the next one, right? The this this hereafter because it's much easier to shift it and change it back to that place of light here than it is on the other side, because you have the duality here, and that's what allows you to shift and change the energies. Okay, so it's it's maybe not so easy as people think to kind of delve into the gossip and the envy and the what maybe kind of a little lying and cheating and maybe not being so filled with integrity and that kind of thing it's like it's okay to do a little bit of all of that stuff and then and then i'll straighten it out after i pass away you know not that people consciously think about it but i think a lot of people who are maybe not uh, in my experience anyway the people i work with they're not really thinking about the consequences to what's going on and i don't want to sound like a like a preacher kind of thing at all i'm just sharing my experience with the people i've worked with and and uh, my own experience and i do work with people who have passed away that's for 30 years now that's what i do is help souls that have gotten stuck because they didn't get this right so i'm just trying to help you get this so you don't get stuck so it's much easier to shift that energy here because you have the things to look at and reflect upon um, because of the world of duality right you can see what's happening and go, Oh yeah, I don't like that so much. I would like to instead reflect this over here, you know, this person who is more inspirational or happier or full of love or whatever it might be. Because we can't we can't be in in a loving vibration and in an in inspirational vibration and be greedy, lustful, angry, envious, whatever. We can't do both. We can, And it can switch moment to moment, right? So each moment, it's a conscious decision. So what you're going to take with you when you pass is your state of consciousness, right? That's what goes with you. Your uh, The things that have affected your energy, your energetic being. So things that are pains that you're hanging on to, things that are uh, resentments that you're holding on to, Things that um, spark disharmony in your being sometimes will go with you if they're deep enough, right? Fears and that kind of thing. Sometimes the fears we have this lifetime are actually things that we held on to from past experiences, like past in other lives and other life experiences. So we can rid ourselves of those things by kind of replacing it with love and faith and and uh, harmony, bliss, joy, that kind of thing. And so if we can allow these things to shift here, then when we go, what we take with us is all of that stuff that we just replaced them with, right? So if we replace fear with faith or courage, knowing that we're always safe, knowing that we always have the backing that we need. We're an eternal being. There is no death, and usually that's what all fear stems from is the fear of death. Ultimately, you can break it down to that fear of death, whether it's yours or somebody else's, right? Like I don't necessarily have a fear of death. I'm good because I totally get how it works. I have zero fear Talk to me about my beagle going, and we're going to have an issue, right? makes no sense at all. I totally get that he's okay. I fear him dying because of what I would feel. And obviously my kids, right? They'll probably, God, I hope they don't listen to this. I put the beagle before the kids. <laughs> well, that says a lot, huh? <laughs> I do love my four-legged friends. <laughs> so, um, you know, for me, the fear is not so much about my death, but but... The loss of those I love, right? So that, and I still work. Moving, it's not huge, but it, it's a kind of suck, right? So, all of the fears that we have eventually break down to the fear of death, which is a silly fear to take with you when you die, because, well, because why would you take that with you when you're going through it, right? It just doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. So there are souls on the other side who are afraid of dying, and they're stuck in that moment that is before they passed, right? And they just will not admit that they passed on, and then they're stuck for however long. And so we don't want that to happen to you or the people around you, right? So all we need to do is remove this, what you you keep with you, right? So if you can gain the understanding that, when you bring bliss and you bring harmony and you bring happiness and inspiration and love and joy and all of those things into your being and that outweighs the fears or disharmonies of whatever sort, then you pass pretty easily and you take those bliss and the blissful feelings and the harmonious feelings and all of that goes with you. Right? So you can take the very best of the best in this lifetime. If you are working a career and you really, 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 you know, um, you're just achieving a whole lot and you're feeling good about it. It's not a completely about a status symbol. It's not all about, you know, what other people think or making somebody else proud or whatever it might be. Um, if it's because of that sense of accomplishment and you're doing something that you're really driven to do, you'll take that with you. Because that's within your being, right? You're feeling that within your being. If you're working for this career and <clears throat> and pushing so hard to achieve the status and the, the titles and the, the pay and whatnot, and it's because you want to show somebody or you want to prove something to somebody or because you think you're no good unless you do this, that's the energy you're going to take with you, right? So it's not about the houses and the cars and the clothes and the friends and the whatever right the trophy wives or husbands or it's not about any of that it's about what are you feeling as you're pursuing these things and so i'm not only gonna pick on people who work at careers right because that's no good what about the people who are spiritual teachers or spiritual healers do you ever wonder about them are they all just passing and being great some people who um who are creating a life in whatever sense, right? There's that inner being that has its own reasons. And so I have seen actually a surprising number of self-improvement people and spiritual teachers and healers that it's more about, um, and especially, you know, I'm, I'm in Sedona, I work in Sedona, Sacred Light of Sedona right that's the uh the center that I'm in if you ever want to come find us and uh so what I find especially here because it's like a mecca for healers and psychics and spiritual teachers and that kind of thing while there are some who are so beautiful and just so amazing and here to be of service 100% just because that's what they're called to do there are also a huge number that are here because they here meaning on this earth, right? Their their purpose on this earth seems to be they have that need to be the one who has your answers. Right? They want you to be dependent upon them on some level. They find a great power and it's kind of a kind of a power kick for them and an ego boost for them to be the one that you have to come to for healing or for your answers. And so they'll teach you, it's one of those, I'll teach you everything you know, but I won't teach you what I know. Right? And so um, when they move on, right, what will they take with them? If they're not coming from a place of joy and harmony, they're not going to take joy and harmony with them. And so no matter what your path in life, no matter what your experience in life, you can be, you know, you can be of service to spirit, you can be a stay-at-home mom, you can be a stay-at-home dad, you can be just, you know, an average everyday person going to work and coming home and doing dinner and going to bed and getting up and doing it again. Whatever you're experiencing inside your being is what's going to go with you. So the key is to, you know, in the end, what will you take with you? You want to really know what what are you feeling inside day to day, right? If you're feeling unhappy then odds are that when you go you're not going to be happy right so how do we get happy in this world how do we how do we prepare for this because once you get what it is you take with you it's your state of consciousness you drop the physical body and all of the physical belongings and the state of consciousness and the feeling in your heart is what goes with you that's what you take so it's a really simple guide what are you feeling in your heart what are you um what are you experiencing as the driving force in your day-to-day life because that's part of what's going to come with you so is it easy to figure that out probably not i guess for some people you know and so that's why they it's it's good to again we have this world of duality so that when we bounce things off of other people, we begin to, it's like a reflective surface. It's like looking in a mirror. You can't see your face without looking in a mirror, right? So you can't necessarily see what's going on in you without having somebody to reflect it back to you, right? And so some of us are lucky enough to have fabulous friends that are good with that. Some of us find a church or a group or something that helps us do that sometimes reading um, inspirational books and going to inspirational movies. And really any experience we have in life is reflecting back to us because whatever experience we have, we're choosing to have in most cases, right? We're choosing to go see this movie or we're choosing to go read this book or we're choosing whatever it might be to speak to and connect with certain types of people. There's certain groups that attract us more than others. And so all of this is a reflection You know, why this movie? Why this group of people? Why this place? Why why this kind of book? Whatever it might be. And that's your reflection, right? How How do you feel when you connect with this group of people? How do you feel when you see that kind of movie? Really get down to, and I know it seems too serious. People think I'm too serious a lot of the time, but ultimately it's kind of fun, you know, it's just like when we were teenagers and we couldn't stop looking at ourselves in the mirror. Now as we as we become a little more um, advanced in life, right, and a little deeper with things, we look at ourselves in a different way. We look at ourselves through the things we do, the people we experience, the places we go, that kind of thing. Those are reflections of us now, right? And they always have been. Just sometimes we see a little more deeply than we used to. And so... I would venture to say if you're listening to this show, then you're probably looking a little deeper than you did when you were 15, right? So um, how do we shift? How do we identify? How do we, How do we get what this crazy person is talking about? <laughs> so what we can do is we can just maybe once a week, you know, once a day is great, but let's be realistic. Maybe once a week to start. Um, just kind of take a moment and, you know, set aside 15 minutes once a week to just sort of reflect on, okay, what is it I chose to do with myself this week? Was I choosing to connect with and anything we, we turn on the TV, anything we read, any, any person we talk to, any place we go, any feeling we chose to have. We're driving in traffic and we choose to explode instead of just take a deep breath. Those are all experiences we're choosing to have or if we choose to take a deep breath instead of explode. Yay, right? So taking just maybe 15 minutes a week to sort of go, okay, what did did I pretty much choose overall this week? Did I choose happy, inspirational stuff or did I choose just, the I'm fed up with life and screw it all stuff or did I choose the angry stuff or did I choose the I'm confused stuff, you know. And then you can kind of get a feel for where your state of consciousness is at the moment because it's always shifting, right? Always shifting. So it doesn't matter. Um, Really, it doesn't matter where you were even two moments ago much less two days or two weeks ago, except that it gives you a general overview of where you're hanging out in your state of consciousness. Where are you most of the time? And the the happier our state of consciousness is, right, it's not only about when we pass being okay and what we're going to take with us when we pass. It's what we're taking with us day in and day out now because there is no death, right? Like when what you take with you when you go Is you. (laughs) So it's not so much, you know, it's kind of funny really when you think about it because it's not so much what do you take with you, it's more what do you leave behind, right? Because you are never ending. You are infinite and eternal and an everlasting being. So it's really not what will you take with you. It's okay, so the stuff that gets left behind, are you going to focus most of your time and energy on what's going to be left behind? Are you going to focus your time and energy on what is going to go with you all the time? Right? We kind of look at things a little backwards, I guess, if you are if you were to rise above this whole thing and look at it as one big picture instead of just this little detail of this particular 80 years or 90 years or whatever it is we have here, right? It's really a moment in time considering you're eternal. <laughs> but somehow we look at it as what are we going to take with us instead of, we're this eternal being floating through all the time and and what am I carrying with me that's just going to be dumped behind anyway, right? So it's just a perception. It's all just a shift of perception. So you can choose to look at things totally differently. You can choose to go, okay, I'm going to take care of this eternal being that I am, right? And I can um, focus more on what what am I doing to to build that up, right? Instead of what am I doing to build up the the belongings that I have or the um <laughs> I'm sorry. We have this march of centipedes going on in my oh my God. I'm glad I'm I'm up on the sound table. Anybody who knows me, my beloved sound table, right? I'm doing the show from the sound table today at the center and I'm watching like these just this nonstop line of like not nonstop, but there's been like four or five since we've done the show. These centipedes that come from one direction and go to the other—it's the funniest thing. I will not be taking them with me. I have to say, <laughs> so I'll have to look them up on Animalspirits.com. Fabulous site if you are into animal totems. I'll have to see what they're all about. Very interesting. So, what are you going to focus on? Are you going to focus on the um, the tangible, right? the things that stay here and focus on this life now which is fine it's all good right focus on your your 70 to 90 100 years whatever here and then just see what happens when you go or are you going to focus on creating a happy space inside and doing what drives you to keep moving and keep going forward and then the stuff comes, right, if that's what you want, because you're manifesting. It's an outward manifestation of what's going on inside. So it's not like you have to give up abundance and have to give up the pretty things in life just to work on yourself. That's really not how it works, even though that's how society seems to make us feel, you know. You can, in fact, have all these fabulous things, right, because you are moving with that that energy of the universe and because you are moving with that infinite flow of divine and there is no shortage and there is no lack because it's just all things flowing at all times, right? So you can allow the abundance to flow and still be working on your inner being. It is okay to have both. So all right, again I'm going to I'm going to just give our call-in number in case anybody would like to ask anything, add anything. The call-in number is 347- 677-1443. And if you're listening on the archives, which I've noticed, holy wow, do we have a lot of listens. We're up to almost 2,000 listens and almost all of them are archives. We've got very few live listens. So to our live listeners, thank you. (laughs) It is a pleasure to see you here every day. I have to say, it's fabulous. And to our archive people, thank you so much for listening and you can uh, find me on Facebook under Truth Light. Just do a search for Truth Light. And uh, also the Mystical Truth um, is my company website as well. And then also you can message me through Blog Talk or um, at MysticalTruth.com. And uh, I would love to hear your thoughts, ideas for topics. I know we've got one listener who's going to give me some ideas for topics today when I finally get to connect with him. It's been kind of busy here in Sedona. Um and so, you know, let us know what you're thinking, and and uh, what you'd like to hear about, and that kind of thing. Um, I am super grateful for the archive listens because I just been blown away. We've only been on the sh- on the air not even two weeks, and we're up to almost two thousand listens. So that's fabulous. Um, okay, so now that we have that all done, <laughs> we uh, we want to get back to um, let's see, let's go into. How do we now we've got ourselves covered right we've got We get that it's our state of consciousness we get that the tangible stuff stays here, but we don't have to um, give up our soul to have the tangible stuff. You can have both right so how do we help other people maybe maybe this was a question. How do we help other people realize um what's important to them right because it's not up to us. It's not up to me to tell you what's important. For all I know, hanging on to whatever your issues are and your baggage is and all of that, and strictly working for the tangible stuff in life and not ever giving a thought to your inner being, maybe that's what makes you happy. And that's really not any of my business. That's go, you, be happy, right? But what happens when we have, say, children or or parents or loved ones, whatever, who are visibly unhappy. And we see that, because I know there are a lot of people, especially the baby boomers at this point, they're like, a lot of them are having parents that they're having to help transition, right? It's time for the parents to go and whatnot. And so I do have a lot of those people come to me and they're um, a little disheartened by what's happening because their parents don't seem ready to go or they're ready to go and very unhappy or whatever it may be. And so how do you assist somebody in that, right? So we have hmm, a little under twenty minutes now for the show. So we'll talk a little bit about this. Um and and also it, it goes to the kids too, because you know a lot of the kids coming through are very confused and very they just don't they just don't seem to fit and having a hard time and whatnot. So how do you focus on assisting somebody in seeing what maybe is important to them, right? So we can start, and I know I hate to do this because I wasn't raised religious, okay? And so the seven sins, I'm telling you, these seven concepts, it's amazing. In all of my work that I do with people who have passed on, right, and um, and this isn't anything I was taught, like, in training or anything. This is something that I just have found over the years. Those seven concepts are the ones that keep people in confusion and unable to move along in a blissful manner. So if we can somehow find a way to help people identify what's going on within them, right? Are they angry? Are they full of pride? Are they... You know, envious, are they, whatever it may be, right? And assist them in shifting that. And there's a fabulous, um, there's a fabulous trick as a mom, right? My kids did catch on to it eventually, but it helped for a long time. Um, If you can um, find box flower remedies, they're uh, actually a homeopathic thing, and they are not chemical right they're natural and they just work with the energy of things they don't work um, like on a medicinal level right so they help shift the energy of different concepts and so box flower remedies if you just kind of google them maybe ask your health food store about them you'll uh you'll find that they're kind of nifty it's just little drops that you put maybe in water or juice or something, and, and it's strictly energetic, so it's not like you're drugging somebody, right? And these these little properties, they they work in shifting on an energetic level. So if you have somebody who's full of anger or full of pride, right, then there's a boxflower remedy, so like, say, vine maybe um, or holly, and uh, you just put a few drops in their water or in their juice or something and and they don't even know it's there and you just use it maybe for a couple of weeks and you'll notice a shift, you know. And uh, it's kind of nice if you're, if you're a caregiver for somebody, right, and they, they aren't seeing things clearly yet. These flower remedies simply help shift the energy if that's what they would like, right, on a, on a soul level if that's what they would like. Then it will help to shift it so they can see things more clearly. So that's a nice little trick for, you know, if you're, um, I used it with my kids, because sometimes you can't talk to people about what's going on. They don't see it clearly. They don't understand it. And they're stubborn sometimes. Let's be real. When we're in a prideful state or an angry state or a sorrowful state, we get stubborn as human beings. It's just part of it in a lot of cases. Or we're fearful of the change right so these these are a nice tool right it's um, it's healthy and it's respectful if you are a caregiver for somebody to uh, to go ahead and, and use these and obviously for yourself right obviously I use them on myself all the time um, because I find that I'll identify something and maybe I just don't know how to get out of the funk right or I'm I get, okay, yeah, I'm doing that, but I'm not even seeing how I'm doing it. And so I'll go ahead and do the box flower remedy for it, and I will find that then suddenly I become aware and I can shift out of it, right? So they're kind of nifty to have around. So, again, I'll just say, you know, Google them. I don't – health food stores typically carry them, so I'm no expert, but I've used them for, oh, Lord, probably close to 20 years now. And uh, definitely they work. So all right. So that's one shift that you can, you know, one thing that you can do to help people shift. The other thing you can do is just maybe becoming aware of an energy that's going on either with um, you know, somebody you work with, somebody you love, somebody you whatever it may be and just helping to uh to shift that energy. Say if somebody is in um <clears throat> kind of a an envious state, right? well, I don't understand how, you know, I have nothing and they have everything and how is that right and, you know, that kind of thing. We can shift that energy very easily with words, right? We can shift with uh, just it's um, kind of shifting the polarity of the energy is kind of what it's like. So say we have, um, you know, a child who's just, they don't understand why somebody else has everything and they don't have anything and, you know, how, how teenagers can often be. Right. So we can easily talk to them about, you know, just little drips here and there about, well, you know, they do have that, but you have this, you know, and didn't you like it when you had this experience and wasn't that great when this happened? And, uh, you know, would you like to create some more things like that? How could you do that? And just kind of helping to turn them around a little bit because, Ultimately, you know, back to the topic of this show, in the end, what will you keep? You'll keep your state of consciousness, right? So, one, when they're in that state, they're affecting your state of consciousness, and you're affecting theirs. So when you're interacting with somebody that closely, whether it's kids, spouse, parents, whatever it may be, you want to be conscious about what's going on. What are you contributing to their imminent future, right? And what are they contributing to yours? How can you help each other out? Because it is a world of duality, we do live in that land of reflections. We see ourselves in other people and they see themselves in us. And so we can shift what's reflected back and assist in shifting their state of consciousness as well if we'd like. (laughs) Oh boy, we are gaining and losing people like crazy on this show. Uh, It's kind of fun to watch. It's actually kind of fun to watch. So... When we are working with somebody else because our consciousness affects theirs and their consciousness affects ours, it's important for us to know that our integrity is in the right space, right? So you don't want to be coming from a place of anger and go, yeah, I'm going to affect your consciousness, buddy. (laughs) I mean, maybe you do, but... But that's then what you're going to take with you, right? And you're going to have that reflected back. You're going to attract people who are the same way and other states of consciousness that are the same way that are looking at you going, yeah, I'm going to affect you, buddy, right? (laughs) So whatever it is, it really is true. Whatever you're putting out is going to come back to you. And so ultimately what we're doing is we're creating what we're going to take with us. Every moment, every decision, everything we do is creating what it is we will be taking with us when we go so it really comes down to there's not even time to think about like the the pretties and the the tangible items right like none of that's going with you so enjoy it while it's here for sure right but think about how are you attaining that or how are you pursuing that you know if you if you are pursuing very pretty things and fabulous things and You don't have any of that around you. You're not accomplishing any of that. This is an outward manifestation of your state of consciousness. Maybe you're pursuing things that you're not really driven to go get, right? And so this is what we will take with us as well, okay? I know people who oh, for years and years have gone to the uh, Get Rich Quick seminars, right? They're still going to them. They're still spending thousands of dollars on them. And they're still in pursuit of this elusive dream, right? Instead of saying, what makes my heart sing? Instead of pursuing what works for them, they're still going and asking somebody else, tell me what to do, tell me what to do, tell me what to do. And so it's this ever... um, it's like this lust for something just out of reach, right? And and it's been going on for years. And are those things helpful? Sometimes, yeah. But I think you can get to a point. I know you can get to a point where you're chasing after, always chasing after something that you, you don't attain. You've got to stop at some point because what you're going to take with you is that feeling of constantly going after something that's just out of reach. So stopping once in a while and saying okay what is it that i'm that i'm feeling what is it that i'm putting my energy into what is it that's driving me and deciding if that is something you want to take with you because that is what you will keep as you move on throughout the lifetimes so you really can prepare for a happy afterlife while you're preparing for a happy life Because ultimately, if you're preparing for a happy afterlife, what are you letting go of? The things that don't make you happy here, right? And pursuing the things that do make you happy. And not even pursuing the things that do make you happy, but actually taking on the energy of things that do make you happy and moving into that energy yourself, right? So I... And I, you know, there's confidentiality and then there's like, wow, I just really need to share that. So I'm not going to say any names and I'm not going to say any times or dates, obviously, but I did have a client who was a doctor, right? He worked, became a doctor, was, um, seemed to be very happy with it, but had a calling to do spiritual work. And so he eventually made the shift into doing spiritual work and undoubtedly this was a shift in life for him and his family and undoubtedly things changed right but he followed what his inner being was called to do and through the years things have worked out very well for him yes it shifted and changed and maybe wasn't what he expected but he's happy he's fulfilled he's moving forward he's and he's able to help people on many different levels, whether it be as a medical professional or as a spiritual um, guide of sorts, you know. And so he is creating this very fulfilling, blissful life for himself. And it's by listening to that inner being, right? So when he goes, the things that he'll take with him are not... He's not so concerned with the tangible, although he ha- he's he's fine because it's that outward, outward manifestation of what's going on inside, right? So he'll be fine financially and, and with the goodies of life and whatnot, and he enjoys them and he has a very nice life and that's great, but it's not the driving force, right? So sometimes we kind of get it backwards. We work so hard for the things that won't come with us and we ignore the stuff that will, when really if we would work on the stuff that will go with us, the outer stuff, the tangible things, would come. Because as we create a higher state of consciousness, more good stuff can come to us. I hope that's making sense to you guys. It's an old, old, old thing that people talk about forever, right? It's all the trainings. It's all the teachings. It's almost to the point where we hear it now. It goes in, in one ear and out the other. But it's been around so long and it's taught so much because it's true, right? So if we can, I really encourage you guys to take just 15 minutes, a half hour, whatever, once a week. I think that's probably what, I would think that's the theory behind church, right? You know, for me, I would go to church and a lot of times I wouldn't even listen to what they were saying because I'd be in the back just processing with, um, just being with with my inner spirit and my connection with source energy and, and my angels and that kind of thing. And we'd have our own thing going on. And um, but that was my, my time and it was a nice place to go do that right so sometimes i would just go sit in on church services in the back and just be in that space and it was nice because that was the time i set aside to just kind of review my week and what was i choosing that week and what would i like to choose next week you know what would i do differently what did i really love that happened what did i learn right all of this stuff what fabulous experiences did i have and Which ones would I like more of, please? (laughs) Yes, please, I'll have some more, right? And so it's totally our call. It's totally up to us what we have more of. The thing is that we don't stop to take a moment and go, less of this, more of this, please. And whatever we focus on, understand that whatever we focus on is, is like... We turn on that faucet, right? It's just like you have a hot and a cold faucet. You have the things you want. You have the things you don't want. And so wherever you focus your energy, you're turning on that faucet. It's simple analogy, but it's realistic. So if you're focused on, wow, I really don't want this stuff, you're turning on that hot water, and it's just burning you, burning you, burning you, right? And you're like, why is this happening? Why is this happening? Well, because you're not turning off that faucet and turning on the cold or at least turning on the cold to add to the hot, right? If you guys can just keep that analogy in your head, right? There are many analogies, but if that helps, keep it in your head because the reality is wherever you're putting your attention, that's that's the faucet you're turning on. And sometimes it takes a little while to shift. So you can't turn your attention to the from the things you don't want to the things you want, and if it doesn't come about in a day or two, just go, oh, screw that. That doesn't work. Right? It takes time. You're shifting the flow of energy, and you have to allow it that time to shift. And it'll shift in dribs and drabs in most cases, and then it'll come bigger and bigger and bigger. But you have to be consistent. It's so seems to be, for some reason, so much easier to be consistent about the, focusing on what we don't want, what angers us, what upsets us, what hurts us. When really if we could just kind of shift our attention over to what inspires us, what makes us happy, what fulfills us. What do we want more of? Right? What do we what do we want to have more experiences? You know, I uh I sometimes get caught, right? Because I deal with people when they're having problems. I don't see them at their best, obviously, because that's not when they come to see me. Right? So, I sometimes have to really pull myself away and go, okay, I'm, I'm not identifying with these these issues that people are having because that's when they come to me is when it's all the doom and gloom, right? So I have to really focus on, on the things that I want to attract in my life because I want to be of service of the, to these people. That's what I want. But until they get to the point where things are grooving and fabulous again. I have to maintain my own energy, right, as a counselor, as a, as a coach. So I have to consciously, every day, go, okay, what is it I want to focus on? I want to focus on being of service to people, and I want to focus on being of service to them in a manner that helps them create more of what they truly want in their lives. And I love to see that happen. Could I see that happen more often? Because, wow, does that just make my heart sing right? That is the thrill for me in life is to see other people shifting over to that more fulfilled place, more inspired place. And so this is what I ask for to keep myself in balance and harmony and keep more of that coming into my own life. We're down to uh, just about a minute. I want to thank you guys for joining us. I hope this at least put a new perspective on things for you and at least gets you asking questions and thinking about things And, again, mysticaltruth.com is where you can find me to set appointments, that kind of thing. Also, 12weekcoaching.com for life coaching. Um, Sacredlightofsedona.com is the center that I work out of in Sedona. It's a phenomenal place. We have amazing readers, massage therapists, um, energy workers, uh, classes, all kinds of things. So if you're coming to Sedona, remember Sacred Light of Sedona on Highway 179. And, um, all right, so you guys have a fabulous weekend. Try and think about once in a while what it is you'd like to take with you, right? Because you can choose. It's all up to you. It's it's your baggage you're packing. You want it to be full of good stuff or full of bad, right? It's all up to you. So have a wonderful weekend, and I'm looking forward to next week's shows. Um, Hopefully we'll have the technical stuff squared away. I think we're we're good so far. And uh, we will see you then. Um, Ideas for topics, please email me here or find uh, on Facebook. go ahead and follow me for updates and whatnot. alright thanks so much everybody have a great day with the lucky land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather is fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so I suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky